Okay, hello and welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I am Gemma. That's me just zipping. I'm, I'm still not used <laughs> just doing some personal life admin on the Life Laundry Podcast. I am not used to this 2022 pared down relaxed Gemma intro. Yeah, chill at the moment. I'm yeah, fine. I know. I'm just not. I'm always like, I don't, it doesn't make me laugh this one. So I'm. Maybe it's because I'm so bloody cold that all of my energy is just going into warming up my core vital areas. I was having a conversation with my husband just now about, he made me lunch, just come back from London. And he literally had basically a ploughman's lunch ready for me, which was slightly late recording today. And my anxiety has been so bad uh, that literally all I can think about is sick bugs. And so he was like, oh, how's it, how's it going with the old sick bug thing? And I was like, I was just thinking about it. And he was like, what were you thinking? And I was like, I was thinking how I shouldn't be eating any lunch in case it makes me sick. And he, and then I, I think he probably thought this, but didn't say anything because he values his life. But I said, I then sat there and was like, it should stop me eating. I'm permanently cold. So I feel like I use a lot of energy just trying to keep myself alive and not freeze to death. And I'm conscious, constantly in a state of like buzzing anxiety. And yet still like I'm about two stone overweight. <laughs> you know, the same thought was going through my head this morning. I was like, I must be burning a lot of <laughs> calories trying to keep warm. This is not necessarily a bad thing. This thing, my friend's got really bad anxiety, and she's like, you know, when you get really bad anxiety, you just can't keep weight on. And I was like, no, no, I don't know. I I bed it down. Uh, It's the same. My sister, who is like a racing snake, and didn't like had had normal size. She looked like a pregnant. She looked like herself with a baby bump on, rather than like she'd eaten the entire area of Sainsbury's which is how I looked. Um, and even both of us, when we breastfed, it was, you know how everyone goes, it just, they just suck the fat out of you. It's like, no, it's like, it tells the homes women, breastfeeding tells homes women, like you're raising boys, lay on some, lay on some fat for them. And both of us just kind of plump up, except she plumps up less than me. But I always felt hard done by, but, but now I'm like, I literally have three things that should be helping me to hit my target weight. And instead I'm shoveling in a pickled onion. How should we be, Gemma? Um, well, dramatic. Um, um, and I did it, I teased some of the laundrettes on the Facebook group. Did. I was so excited. <laughs> um, after last week's episode about the the road stroke. Like situation will we to accompany this story when you did the teaser I was like I can't wait to hear what this is and then I was like oh no I do know what it is can we share on our socials the really high-tech forensic style diagrams that you sent me no can case <laughs> In case I recognise it, however, if you t- if you look at one of those pictures, you'll see my shadow, and I'm holding a dog poo bag. Did you notice that? I did notice that already. <laughs> um, I almost put a little arrow to that, but I, I didn't. I can't be bothered. <laughs> I know. 
Um, Tell us. So what happened was on... This is following on from last week, for anyone who's listened out sequence or last week, Gemma, I thought she was concerned because you have got quite a long lane and driveway up to your house. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't go as far as a lane. It's not that long. I'd say in... I see. I I I can't. I can't. Never else do measurements at school. Like I think I was in that year where they swapped over. I think you're just one of those people where there's more to life than measurements. I just people. My mum has actually been like, "This is a yard," and I'm like, "Yeah, didn't listen, didn't pay attention." No. Okay, so if you think in meters, it's probably about hundred meters. No, hundred and fifty, two hundred meters. Okay. Okay. okay, so not yeah. a lane, but it's you know it's it's it's, a, it's a, not a, not a drive, not a lane. I think it, I, I'm counting it as a lane, Jim. Okay, so <laughs> make it that what you is. But you, I thought you were having problems with the naughty motorcyclists. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about on that lane, but in fact, you were talking about on the road. Yeah, they were on the public highway, and we thought <sighs> that was bad enough. <laughs> Mrs. Brainer, twitchy curtains, but no. Listen, I haven't actually got any ter- curtains to twitch. <laughs> Don't bother arriving. putting them up, Derek. Don't bother putting them up. So on Sunday night, right, there's many threads to this story. Sunday night, Mike had gone to the gym. So it was kind of just going dusk. So it was that lovely twilight light. And um, I looked out of the living room window and I saw a car with its headlights on okay everybody needs to make mental notes of of all of the evidence that's about to come in right a car with its headlights on parked on drive slash lane private road we own it we co-own it with the neighbors right I was like, oh, that's weird. Maybe it's someone dropping one of the neighbor's kids off. Maybe they've got a delivery driver that's got lost you know it happens from time to time it's quite tricky to navigate that bit so I left it five minutes and I was like, no, they're definitely parked. I'll go out. <laughs> you see, this is where I went wrong. I'll go out and have a nose. So I didn't want to go out on my own. So I, so I shouted Thomas, he's like six foot five now, and said, Thomas, you come here. Johnny, you watch Ben, because Mike wasn't in. You watch Ben. Um, we're just going to see what's going on. We'll take the dog and pretend we're taking the dog for a walk, right? No, that's not what you say. Dog, dog a walk. <laughs> yeah, so we're taking the dog a walk. Taking the dog a walk. Right. Tom's like, all oh, right. He puts his shoes on. He's like, why are we doing this? I was like, well, it's important to protect the perimeter of the property. So we, we got halfway down our drive, which yeah. is the lane. And there's like a big oak tree next to the big it's oak basically, tree. Basically, it's Y shaped, isn't it? Yes. So and this lane thing that we're talking about is the single bottom of the Y. Yeah. And then your driveway is Forks. is one of the arms, top arms of the Y, and yep. your neighbours is the other one. Okay, exactly right. So I get to um, the skip and the oak tree, big oak tree. It's massive. It's hundreds of years old, and um, it became apparent there was two, a young couple outside of the car in a very funny position on the bonnet. <laughs> And I realised what was happening before Thomas did, because obviously Tom's very like, I like to think he's naive. 
So I said to Tom, you stay there. You stay, don't come any further. And he was like, okay. And so I just hid behind the oak tree because I didn't want them to think I was weird. So I hid behind the oak tree going, hiddy, 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 like making it very clear that I was around. The poor dog was super confused because he was stood next to me just saying, I'm fucking here. What are you shouting at me? <laughs> probably like why is she standing behind there with the dog right now and then i heard this shit 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 and then there was this almighty kerfuffle and they obviously got back into the car and the reason why i know that it definitely wasn't anything to do with the neighbors is because they didn't come down and do a three-point turn they reversed quite skillfully actually yeah speed back up the lane and like screeched off. I mean, it was really awkward if it had been the neighbours. Well, no, you see. So this, so this is where it continues. I was quite clever. So I didn't say anything. So I messaged the neighbours and said, "Hi, just checking. Um, was any of you anyone dropping any of your kids off? Did you just been say goodbye? Did you have any visitors or anything?" Um, and they replied back saying, "No, everyone's in. We've not been out. No one's been out." But I didn't tell the neighbours that um, I caught people doing the deed because I didn't want them to think that I thought that they were the sort of people that'd be doing the deed on a, on a public lane, oh, a no. private lane. So I said, oh, well, I, just, I just, I just saw, um, I just, it was just, uh, played it really, played it down. Um, anyway, um, I thought it was quite freaky and everyone I told, including Chippy, thought it was absolutely hilarious. I think it was absolutely hilarious. I just think, <laughs> is it something that Gemma Bray would never do? Okay. A. Why would you leave your headlights on? B. Yeah. B. Like, it's not like they couldn't see our house from the lane and all the lights were on. And C. It's fucking cold. Yeah. It's like, the cold do it in the car. Not the car. It makes it a bit more exciting that people can see. Well, see, that's the freaky bit. I don't. That's but, the bit that crosses the line for me. But it's too cold. I mean, we've got a fire in our bedroom now, and Joe's lucky for he's an ankle. I'm literally like. <laughs> But like I, I'm shut I, down for the winter. I've packed myself away. I, I, um, it, it just, and it's not for me. <laughs> Derek's not even seen you pee, let alone it's just, bits out in the day. It doesn't happen. And I, and I, I told my mum about it, and she was like, "Oh my god!" And I said to her, "I can just imagine the conversation in that car on the way home. Out. It would have been." I can't believe you persuaded me to do it. I will never do that again. I told you we were going to get caught. That's how it went down, I'm sure. Oh, good. Um, I have questions, though. Yeah, so do I. Many. I, but now I have questions for you. I think I really want to give a shout out. I should be more organised and I should know who this is. But I do want to give a shout out to the laundrette that came up with uh, Chips and Bravey. Yeah, I saw that, and I can't remember who it was either. It was amazing. Amazing. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> uh, Although I do feel that that it's not. It implies that I'm brave. I am in no way brave. <laughs> and I don't want to. I don't want a TV show where I'm thought of as the brave one. Like, well, God, I have to be the brave one. Yeah. Or if you just a chip, chips and bravey in brackets, the bravey does not imply bravery it's I mean maybe that would be part of the whole spin would be that bravery is not brave <laughs> this is great yeah so I felt like uh that was your first that was one of your first launches into 
yeah but when I when I text Chippy I couldn't use the word sex so I was like an embrace (laughs) an embrace you did and I was like does that mean because in a very in a lot of ways you are incredibly ladylike yeah my mum would disagree but I've got a mouth like a oh I've come to the things yeah the embrace I get this message I went down and they were in a and then she does little rabbit ears and embrace on the bonnet. So I shouted at the dog and they drove off. Well, you do say, I just caught a couple having sex on my drive. Yeah. I think that was when I was in shock. And then I regained composure. I'd have, I'd have, I mean, oh, I would have gone up and said, Afternoon. Smack the bomb. <laughs> you won't get anywhere like that, love. <laughs> Makes me feel really old. Yeah, how old were they? Well, I didn't hang around, but like, no, but what was the car? You can often tell. By okay, the- yeah, it was like a small dark car, similar okay. to like a Corsa. So I would guess like late teens, twenties. It looked yeah. like a first car, kind of first car, first first out side shagan ruined. <laughs> She's scarred for life. Uh, so that was, I mean, that's probably going to, we're going to hear about that again when we hear about your positive. <laughs> oh no, we wouldn't really want <laughs> How's your week been though, Jen? Yeah, it's, it's been all right. I can't, what day is it? Thursday. Um, it's always a Thursday. Because I was seeing, I saw a friend today, I went up to London to get my teeth done and, um, saw a friend of mine for a cup of coffee and she was saying she feels like, I don't want to jinx anything. Yeah. But she says she feels like everything's a bit more normal. I cried yesterday about that. Yes, I agree. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, school's back. Now, I don't think this is necessarily... Well, she is in London, so maybe it is the case, but I know that there's lots of kids um, in the kids' old school who have it, but they're not being made to shut by the government. Do you know what I mean? It's being treated a bit more like a regular illness um, rather than the whole school shutting and homeschooling and stuff so far. And I think actually that's having a bit of a benefit to lots of people who have been struggling. Because I think, because Joe keeps saying to me, why are you so anxious now? Because it's really odd timing. And I think it's almost like an after shock of like COVID moving. When I had the first time I went on live telly, I'm saying like I've done it loads. I mean, I can count it on one hand. The first time I did it, I was fine. I wasn't nervous. I was in the car, drove up, did it, went home. Next day, nervous wreck. Yeah. So I think adrenaline carries you through, your adrenaline leaves. Yeah. Left with what? Should have been. Mm. Kind of thing. And I literally, and Joe's like, "What can we do?" And I'm like, "I feel like I need a week in bed." And that sounds really indulgent, but I f- almost feel like I need a factory reset. And I then I did see a thing on TikTok that showed you how you do kind of a medical heart reset when your heart rate is too high. Then they sometimes flip you right back with your legs up. Mm. 
and it like regulates your heart rate. In the middle of last night when I was lying there feeling like I was running a marathon, so maybe I'll just do my factory reset, my own version of the the doctor's factory reset, and Joe won't find that at all weird at four o'clock in the morning if I've got my feet up on the wall. <laughs> um, but I do, I don't know whether, did we do this at the beginning of 2021? Did we feel like... No, because oh, at the beginning of 2021, we were all in lockdown still. We were all in lockdown, weren't we? And it, yeah. I just don't want it to be like false hope. I don't want to be recording this in a year and for you to be like, do you remember when we said at the beginning of 2022? But no, I think, I think my, well, I, you know what my gut's like? Yeah, what's your my, gut telling us? My gut feels the same as what your friend said. It yeah. feels like. Um, that will be your main role in Chips and Bravey. Yeah. It feels like um, the worst part for me was like the on off, on off again will are we aren't we is it will we won't we that was the worst thing but things feel a little bit more stable and secure I think I think that's the best way yeah describing it I think so and like a bit more I don't know a bit more day-to-day mundane normal yeah I I think it's what you miss I agree one misses just that that sort of like security I think that's what I've that's what really affected me. Um, I dealt with it by eating as much cheese as I could. Thanks to me. Thanks to Chippy. He fixed my face. Um, and Your face is looking very lovely today. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but yeah, and, and, but now even like in the past week or so, I, I, it feels, it's weird. I feel like I've got, I've, we're coming out of something and it's all a bit like, Oh, you know, when you come out of the cinema and, and you've been to the cinema in the day. Yeah. And you're like, you're blinking. You're coming back. It feels a bit like that. Yeah. yeah. Also, this has just made me think, because I know it's not the case for everyone and loads of people I know have got COVID, um, but they have COVID and they don't, yeah. hopefully they're not feeling too terrible. They're feeling like they've got a cold, but I just wanted to do a big shout out to anyone who feels like, you're having a bit of a false start to your year. I want to tell you, uh, yeah, I, and oh, talking about anxiety as well, I, there are different things that pique my anxiety to you and, you know, yours, you know, sick bugs and that sort of thing. Um, and Ben, because of COVID and everything else, Ben is six and he has never, this week was the first time he went round to someone else's house for tea from his class because it was so you know everything was shut down and everything else yeah and he's been to parties he's been to loads of parties but he's never been like to a just one don't go for a normal play date yeah. yeah um collected what i mean is collected by the parent from school take yeah. the house right so you don't allow that to happen anymore. yeah what do you allow that to happen i thought you were like a i don't like talking to other people oh no don't talk to them <laughs> well, talk to them. They have to negotiate it themselves if they want to play it. <laughs> no, they messaged me. No, what I mean is, so and uh, so it was on, on Tuesday. He went to, around to his friend's house, and I said to Mike, "Okay, I am I am fighting all urges to WhatsApp the mom and say, can you please text him when you once you pick them up?" Oh yeah, I, yeah, I get uh, that. Otherwise, I'd get like I'd be just 
horrendous until pickup time. So anyway, I did I did do it in the end and I felt like a proper Wally and she was really nice about it. But the reason why is because when Tom, um, who was slightly older, went to someone's house for tea, he was walking home with his friend. I think they must have been in year six, year five or six. They were walking home together because his kid lived really close to school. And his friend, for some reason, bolted. The mum wasn't there. The friend, for some reason, bolted and just ran home. Tom didn't know where he was going. So Tom got lost, essentially. Oh, managed, not for long, but managed to, he didn't, have a, he didn't have a phone at the time, managed to find his way back to school. And school phoned me and said, we've got Thomas here in the office. Oh, like, my God. Let's be at so-and-so's house. It's like, he's, he's, he's very upset. Can you come and get him? So then I phoned the mom. And she had heard her son come in and assumed Tom was there. I know. It was awful. So that has, like, really stuck with me. Yeah. Also, I definitely feel, for all the, the my hatred of homeschooling and my deep joy, yesterday Joe went to London and it was... Uh, we dropped him at the station at half seven in the morning, went and had breakfast at my mum's, I dropped the kids to school, and then I had the house to myself I did take the dogs for a two-hour walk but like it was the first time I've been in my house by myself with no plans and it was amazing I obviously procrastinated the day away and felt like I achieved nothing but it was really nice but for all of that I definitely you know you've got when you're in lockdown you've got your immediate family unless obviously if you're co-parenting with someone I know that this doesn't fit for everyone but to a certain extent you know where everyone is you've got so I had all my kids in under one roof all the time and my husband all the time and I knew where my mum was and I knew where my sister and her kids were and everyone was in do you know what I mean and I think it's then very hard mm even though it was fucking annoying and draining and exhausting and I never want to do it again. It is very hard to then be like, oh, okay, you can just go off and I, and I have that trust for someone else to remember to pick you up or to, you know what I mean? I, I found that difficult and I don't even have all the play dates that I've had. They've remembered to pick my child up. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's, I think it's partly, and because you haven't, by the time, on a normal school term, you know, they start having play dates and stuff. You kind of get lulled into it. Whereas you've never had that with Ben. And all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, he had a great time. He had macaroni and cheese. He had waffles and ice cream. You you just like can't settle, can you, until like. No. And then as soon as they're home, you're like, fuck's sake. Like bouncing off the walls because he's had too yeah. much waffles and ice cream. Yeah, he like do you have an off button? No, a little mute button. <laughs> no, but that, so that that's that sort of piqued my anxiety a little bit. But I, mm. but really, I've been quite good this week. It's been quite mellow, quite chilled, as as I am demonstrating in my introduction line yeah. at the moment. It's it's odd. I feel like obviously I'm I feel like I'm about to have some sort of heart heart issue uh but I think that is because of it does feel slightly like normal life has resumed 
I really don't want to be, I mean, I don't want to be the person that causes 2022 to make the previous two years. I don't, I don't think it will be you, Jim. It's all about me, Gemma. I think it will be, I think, I think the, there's certain people on that, that might, might ruin 2022 for themselves. <laughs> there might be. But um, Boris, I'm looking at you. Oh, Boris. Oh, Boris. I, do you know what? I really don't like parties. And this is all I'm going to say on the matter. I don't like parties. I'd love to be able to not know whether I was that one or not. I've always well, I'd absolutely know if I was that one because I don't go to any. Aware. But yeah, well, exactly. I'm, like, I'm always mentally tormented so much that I'm very aware that I'm at a party. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I'm slightly jealous of the, the whole Tory party for being immune yeah. to knowing whether they're at a party or not. Um, oh, I can hear my chicken. She's just declaring she's laid an egg. Oh, I've I've been eyeing up my area for chickens. Oh, I might get I might put ducks in as well. Mm. Chickens and ducks. I hope it'll be okay. Why won't it be okay? <clears throat> well, they need to have enough space to not piss each other off. Also, I don't want them to get eaten by the dogs or the fox. And also, you need to put a roof on them now. Yeah, they'd have, they'd each have their own little domain. Yeah. I'd have a a coop for the chickens and a little duck place for the ducks. Do you think if you're adopting ducks? Yeah. You can request ones that need cuddling. I'm not sure, but we used to have ducks and one got eaten by a fox. Dizzy and Donald. One got eaten by a fox when I was little. And Donald... Dizzy, Dizzy, no, Donald got eaten and Dizzy was pining for him. She was just walking around the garden. And uh, my mum and dad decided to, there was a pond near us. My mum and dad decided to take her and put her in the pond at the local park. And they got caught because the park keeper thought they were nicking a duck. Were they like, no, we're donating? Putting the duck back in. (laughs) What happened to her? Do we know? Did she live a happy life in the pond? Well, she never wrote. So this is why I'm concerned about you and animal husbandry. Wasn't me. I was like t- six years old. I literally had but nothing. Did you not constantly ask your parents? Did they eventually say she's gone to live very happily on a farm far away? Well, no, because the park was like it was a it was a very um big park. Anyone who lives in Altrincham, it's Stamford Park, you'll know which one it is. It had like quite a lot of big ponds and it was quite famous for having lots of ducks. So all people would go and feed ducks all the time. So like we'd go to the park anyway because yeah. it was like our local park. And I just always assumed she was in with all the other ducks. This is what I'm worried about, though. I don't want to deal with anyone having been eaten. Oh, no. No, I, um, I had quite a hairy couple of days last week, actually, um, where the neighbours, um, they've got quite a lot of land and they've got two dogs. So they can't fence off all the land. So the dogs have got a... Yeah. Yeah. A what? Illegal. I think they are now because we always had them because we always had terriers and the terriers yeah, would dig be, out. Whatever it is, it must be legal because they had a company come and do it for them. When? Last week. Oh, okay. Then it is still legal because it made me really angry. We're talking about the electric electric collars, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but that's what I should. Yeah, because we had it when we were growing up because we have, we, we grew up, 
And we had two big, massive wooden double gates that people would open to do deliveries. And it goes out onto an A road. And we had loads of dogs that were hit by cars. Not loads, but too many. Any is too many. And so we got one of those. And it was great. And we, But people used to be very anti them. And I get that if you're misusing them, mm. it's not good. But it was great because it stopped we it stopped our dogs getting squashed and they just knew not to go through the gate. Well, I think that's the thing, but whatever it is, it, it'd start working because I looked out They do run out of batteries. Yes, I think that's colour my department. Because I looked out of the back garden and the younger dog was like almost in the chickens. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I went running out and she's such a cute dog. And running, I was like, come on, come on. Stop, get away from the fucking chickens. Come on in, come on in. Eddie, like that. And it was happened. Eddie not protecting protecting the chickens? Huh? Was Eddie oh. not protecting no? Eddie's sunbathing. Eddie was asleep somewhere, I didn't know what day of the week it was. And um, yeah, so it happened three times in the space of 24 mm. hours. So like, I spent two days until they got it fixed, just like this, looking at the chickens like this. <laughs> I'm gonna get you a pair of binoculars for your next birthday. And a log book. So you can be like 1229, the dog. I've already got a log book. <laughs> <laughs> on my phone. Strange person came down lane. Walked Maybe. back up again. Thought it was a footpath. Probably. And weed on grass. Did they? Yeah, that, that when that old couple parked up in their posh Range Rover, she's got a twin set and pearls, got out two deck chairs, and he's having a wee. Forgotten about the deck chairs. <laughs> quite a nice time on your lawn honestly <laughs> um what's been your positive of the week oh i've got a really weird one oh. really weird one so anyone who follows me on on uh instagram will have may, may have may just forward through my stories but if they don't they'll know about this my new favorite part of the day <laughs> going to is pick up what? because what? It's pick up School pickup, where you go to school to pick up the children. I don't know if you've heard of this. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Okay, what am I going to say? You're going to say that you get there early and you get to read a book. Yeah. Yeah. I go at 2.30. I leave here at 2.30. Yeah. Make a cup of coffee. Yeah. I've got a, a little, uh, you know, reusable little bag. And in it, I've got a blanket, a lip balm, um, <laughs> a chocolate, my book a notebook and pen and I do re- I just do my true crime reading because sometimes I read stuff about dismemberment before bed and then it's not great for, for no. sleeping also it's really good because my mum is quite keen for me, me to make new friends and I don't want to make new friends and I think the fact that I'm sitting there reading horrendous crime books is gonna be more on my side than hers yeah good plan Um, and it's just really nice and one of the things I'm sure I've talked about we talked about it when we talked about hobbies and we've talked about it a few times is how I personally really struggle to allow myself to read during the day guilt-free because it feels like a little luxury when there's so many other things to do whereas I don't want to sit and be on my phone for an hour 
Somebody, somebody. Why, why are you getting there an hour early? Well, I have to pick the boys up at 25 past three and I leave here at about half past two and it's a seven minute drive. So I'm very early. <laughs> but then I have enough time to sit and read my book. And also, is, it, is it like, difficult to get a space? Yeah, that's why I'm going. So I'm usually like the second or third person there. Mm. But then I get to just sit and read my book for an hour, which is total joy. And I don't want to sit and be on my phone mm. scrolling. And so for me, I'm like, this is the really nice option. And if and I and I really look forward to it now, which is so depressing. But it's just because it, yeah, it's my guilt-free legitimate reading time. Someone did say that some mums get out the car and go for a run. But I'm not there yet. I'm not there yet. I admire you, those of you who go for part of the car, go for a run and then go to do pickup. Mm-hmm. But I'm not mentally there yet. Do you know what? I would love to do that. I'd love to do I haven't been I haven't done organized exercise since I broke my wrist and I am really scared about falling over. Yeah, I understand that. So the thought of running at the moment, it was minus 3.5 here this morning, Gemma. Was it cold there? Not that cold. I think it was one. Okay. It was really cold here this morning. Yeah, I'm just, and I, the thought of running when it's icy or slippy or, or no. No. Scared. No. Maybe I'll get a, uh, a running, what they call treadmill, running mm. machine, mm. put it in a shed get my peloton lady shouting at me and see if we can compete with the man up the road on this peloton bike with his flashing lights what's your positive of the week been um from the embrace there's a couple there's um across the fields they're um resurfacing one of the roads and they're doing it at night yeah they're closing the road and when you look out of our windows, and if you and if you like look at it just the right angle, it looks like something from Star Wars, Stroke War of the Worlds. It's actually really quite interesting. <laughs> I was not expecting that. No, it's just like every night I come. Every, every night I come up and I'm like, oh, God, it's oh, ever since I was a kid when I. When I used to be scared of the dark or scared to go to bed on, on my own, I always used to remind myself that there are lots of people still being really busy, doctors, nurses, post, you know, still going about yeah, yeah, yeah. life, even though There's I'm asleep. There's a whole the world. other raft of people. For yeah, the, the world is started sleep, right? Yeah. Um, but and, and I, I just I just love that. I just I just find it really comforting, so I can look out of my back window and there's all these people at work. I used to have that when I first lived in London, when I first lived in Shepherd's Bush, I lived with some friends and I, uh, my sleeping patterns were really bad because I was quite depressed at the time. And I remember I used to look out of my bedroom window and there were two uh, tower blocks near Grenfell, but slightly closer to Shepherd's Bush that I could see. And I always feel um, really comforted if there was a light on because yeah. I'd be like oh I wonder what they're doing I wonder if they're yeah. watching a movie are they reading a book are they trying to get some work done what they're doing are they in it an embrace really nice. <laughs> they in an embrace with the lights on that's brave um <laughs> it is a really nice feeling isn't it when you're like yeah it's really comforting so that's I I think that's what I found so creepy because I'd always done that when when we were in lockdown 
and I was walking the dogs at night and I stopped walking the dogs at night because I was like, no, there's no one. Mm-hmm. So even those people that you're used to having around. Not there. They're not there. And suddenly I was like, oh, okay. I never feel this alone in London. And I suddenly feel like I'm the only person. Creepy. Mm. And on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall speak to you all next week. I am hoping, I don't know what Chippy's doing, she's fallen off the chair. I am hoping that I have no more instalments of which to update you on from Drive Gate. <clears throat> the Embrace. That's what I'm going to call this episode. <laughs> the Embrace. I'm allowed to edit it. Say goodbye, Chippy. Bye. Bye.